Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome back to the Chris and Joe Show, presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum, and we are finalizing our positional off-season breakdown shows with the last piece of the puzzle here. We have safeties here for you today, and then after we finish and wrap up these off-season breakdowns, we're going to start leaning towards and directing our attention towards the NFL Combine which is the next huge event for the NFL draft process. Up though for today, we are going to be discussing the safety position for the Giants, which at times was a positive, at other times was a huge weakness, but has a lot of promising young guys, especially when they traded for, and then also one guy that they transitioned from another position. Now kicking things off today though, in terms of things that we really, really liked from this safety position, First off, Julian Love. He's that guy I was referring to that transitioned positions. He was previously drafted as a cornerback from Notre Dame. They decided that they liked his skill set better as a free safety. We're not entirely sure, and it's worth prefacing things now because we're going to end up basically talking about this the whole show, is that we're not really sure what the one, the new coaching staff is going to want to do with him, and two, in general, what the thought process is on where he fits best because he he did play as a free safety but as soon as Jabril Peppers went down he contributed as a strong safety and filled in for his role and looked really really good so as of right now we don't know for sure where they're going to be using him they might use him all over the place and use him as that weapon type player that that multi-dimensional asset because he's capable of playing corner, he's capable of playing free safety, and he's capable of playing strong safety. In general, having a guy like that that can play multiple things and being versatile is a huge positive for your defense that some of these guys are more specific at, at playing at different spots, but you have Julian Love who you know can hop right in there in various sub packages at various positions on your defense. I think Julian Love's transition from cornerback at Notre Dame to a safety of, well, just say a safety of some description for the Giants was one of the really bright spots for the Giants on their defense and especially in the secondary. I think we both weren't quite sure what to expect when Jabril Peppers went down with basically a, br- a fracture in his back, but really when Love came on the field and stepped in for Peppers, we didn't notice much of a drop-off at all in the level of play from the position. You know, Love showed that, number one, he's a really good tackler, which is something you don't always see from defensive backs in general and cornerbacks in particular. But he also does have good ball skills. He's got some skills in coverage. 
and he played well close to the line of scrimmage, which was something I really don't think we were really expecting. You know, it took a while to get him on the field, but once he did, once he did get on the field, he played well. And and seeing Julian Love, we were, weren't entirely sure what we were going to get from him because there was a period of time in the season where he wasn't getting on the field, and it felt like every single week when the Giants were struggling on defense that we were saying, hey, why don't we get those young guys in there? Why don't we get Julian Love? Let's just see what he can do. And then he stepped in and looked really, really good. He was a good run defender. He was making tackles. He was filling lanes. He was coming downhill fast and quickly. And he looked pretty good in coverage against uh, opposing players because he has that skill set as a corner that he can cover guys. And he looked good in his zone drops. Various things that are, are good to see from a transitioning guy. The one thing we've said all season two is we're not saying he's perfect. We're not saying he's an elite player. But as a young player that is changing positions to be able to do that at a, a relatively effective rate is a very, very good sign. Now, what we didn't like is Antoine Bethea. Now, Antoine Bethea, we're not completely knocking on him. We're not saying he's horrible. He used to be a very good pro. He's just on the older end of his career. And the one thing we really didn't like is just his age and the fact that he is not the same explosive player at the free safety position that he used to be because he can't move as quickly, he can't cut as quickly, he can't read things as quickly. It, it, it just seemed like he was moving in slow motion while all these young explosive receivers and tight ends were moving at full speed. It's cliche, but father time is undefeated, and father time caught up with Antoine Bethea pretty hard last year. The Arizona Cardinals were able to, I think, delay his decline by moving him to a strong safety position, a box safety, where he didn't have nearly as much field to cover. And he was able to use his football IQ to put himself in position and it just cut down on the impact of his diminishing athleticism. Well, the Giants had Jabril Peppers and then Julian Love in that position, so they needed Bethea to play that free safety position. And he just did not have the wheels to do it anymore. And you know, it's unfortunate, but that's also just kind of the way things happen eventually. Yeah, that's going to happen with any player that gets towards the end of their career. And I think originally they brought in Bethea with the intent of having a veteran guy. I don't really think that Gettleman and the previous coaching staff thought he was going to be a huge dominant contribution to the defense at least I hope not uh, I would hope that they knew that what they were getting and signing up for when they brought Bethea in he wasn't playing at a, a, a strong and consistent of enough level that you would expect for your starting free safety and that's very important for what they need to be addressing in the offseason because right now they don't have a lot of experience in their secondary in general. And I would assume very well that they're probably going to be scaling back the amount of reps that, that he, he is getting just because of how old he is and, and, and how he's not moving and, and playing at the same capabilities that he was able to as, as a younger player. Yeah. Yeah. I would honestly be okay with the giants just moving on from him completely. It would get them, some cap savings. You know, he's due to be paid about 
a, a little bit less than $3 million next year. And he really isn't a $3 million player. If he's willing to play for less and just be depth, a veteran player, a basically coach on the field, that's one thing. But the Giants can't go forward relying on him to be a starter and to be kind of the keystone at the top of their defense because Patrick Graham does play, or at least did play last year with the Dolphins, a lot of single high safety. The Giants just can't go forward with a a guy like Graham manning that role. It's going to have a trickle-down effect on the rest of the defense and make everything harder for everybody. All right, now we're going to fill you in on the offseason game plan and also some players to know in free agency as well as the NFL draft. But before we do that, we're going to take a very short commercial break. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The game plan is very clear for the safety position. And it's something that we just discussed is if they do decide to bring back Antoine Bethea, and this isn't so much a plan in terms of who they need to bring in and all that stuff. This is more just in the terms of coaching is decreasing Antoine Bethea's role. And that kind of goes in line with bringing in another free safety somebody that can take some reps away from him, maybe also give some of those reps to Julian Love if he is that guy at free safety for the Giants. Limit him from being that starting player. But they, you know, he's decent. He's a good veteran presence to have in the locker room, but he is not a starting caliber guy. No, and, you know, we kind of just talked about the reasons why. it's He is really starting to slow down his age is really catching up with him and yeah he's 35 right now if the giants are going to be playing a lot of single high safety cover one cover three he just does not have the range to do that anymore and they've got better options for safety for the safety playing closer to the line of scrimmage the other thing needed for the offseason game plan is figuring out who goes where at your safeties. And what we mean by this is when you had Julian Love come in relief of the injured Jabril Peppers, he looked really, really good as that box strong safety. But conversely, do you keep Jabril Peppers in the position that he was at? He does not really fit as a free safety. Julian Love was able to play free safety. Right now, you need to figure out who's going where out of those two players. Because once you figure out where they fit, then you can better evaluate who you need to go out and and attack in the draft and free agency. Yeah, and I I think this will have a really big effect on just what kind of defense the Giants wind up calling. It's possible they could go for a basically a base nickel defense. You know, they have a very big, very powerful defensive line, so they could afford to be a little bit lighter and be a little. Okay, a lot faster at the linebacker position and possibly play Jabril Peppers as a kind of pseudo linebacker, which is a position he played pretty well, both at Michigan and for the Cleveland Browns before the Giants traded. The Giants could 
go for something like that and basically play Jabril Peppers back in the same role Dion Grant played when he was a giant. That would free up the strong safety position for, or box safety position for Julian Love, which is what he did well last year. But then that really raises the question of who is going to play free safety. And having a multiple defensive scheme approach, which is expected for Patrick Graham, being able to use Jabril Peppers as that pseudo linebacker could work very well. Now, Jabril Peppers isn't very big. You could ask him to put a little bit more weight on in the offseason. He's only around five foot eleven, but still very, very quick, a good tackler. You could expect him to play well as that linebacker safety hybrid. And in addition to that, too, there's a number of players in this year's NFL draft that might be also suitable of of playing a similar role alongside Jabril Peppers. We'll begin to that soon. But in terms of if they do decide to do that, who could be filling in as that free safety? We picked up a decent list of names of available free safeties in this year's free agent class. It wasn't great. There's not a lot of people to pick from. The prices probably won't be that high for this group. It's possible somebody overpays a couple of them. But the most notable ones, HaHa Clinton Dix, Demarius Randall, and Jimmy Ward, on the older side of their careers, could be contributors and step in and play right away. And then we always have to bring up a Patriot in every single show because of the connection to Joe Judge. Devin McCourty could end up finding his way, which there have already been rumors of, find his way in New York. Yeah, I think that one would really depend on how he works, assuming he works out, how he how he does, what his medical looks like, because he is on the older side. I believe he is 33, so not as old as Bethea, but still you know, getting up there, at least in football years. He was still able to run and cover and do all of those things for the Patriots last year. And you know, the Patriot ties with the Giants are very strong right now. Patrick Graham used to coach for the Patriots. Brett Bielema pa- coached for the Patriots last year. Obviously, Joe Judge. If McCourty does leave the Patriots, there are going to be very strong connections to the Giants, and his name will be brought up a lot. I think Jimmy Ward is a very interesting guy to keep an eye on because he could add that same veteran experience but he's a little bit younger i believe he's 29 he was just playing on a very on probably the probably the best defense in the nfl if not the best then definitely top three and he was just in the super bowl so i could see that being very attractive to a giants team which really doesn't have a veteran core right now and then obviously the other free agent the Giants absolutely should bring back, although it doesn't really figure too heavily into the safety conversation, is Michael Thomas. We were discussing before the show, too, that Michael Thomas returning makes a ton of sense. We can't guarantee that they're going to bring him back, but if you think about Joe Judge and being a special teams coordinator, his core values are going to be having really good special teams contributors. And he's even said that in a number of his press conferences. So if you bring back Michael Thomas, it fits that mold. He might not really be a a key step in player in the secondary and play a ton of, uh, of downs, but you're getting a guy that is going to be and continue to be a special teams captain, a leader on the special on special teams units, a guy that also made the pro bowl as a special teamer, 
a lot of things are in his favor for him to return. Probably not going to give him a huge contract, but still, he very much makes sense to come back. Th- that doesn't really affect, however, and I'm sure you could agree with me on this, Chris, the free safety situation because, again, he's not going to be your starter at free safety. Yeah, if Michael Thomas is starting for the Giants at safety, something has gone terribly wrong. That's not to say that he's a bad player. He's fine as a depth guy, someone who comes on if a starter has to tie his shoe. But you really don't want to rely on him, at least not on defense. He is a great contributor on special teams. With Thomas McGahee and Tom Quinn returning to coach the Giants special teams, Michael Thomas coming back, that's a lot of Thomases, really does make a lot of sense for the Giants. But it also really does not impact the safety conversation. In terms of this year's draft class, it's not a huge must for them to draft someone. However, there are some talented players. And the two that we have continuously discussed that we love talking about because of their versatility, versatility being such a key for today's NFL defensive schemes, especially for Patrick Graham, who intends to run a lot of different things out of a 4-3, those two guys being Jeremy Chin and Kyle Duggar, Chin from Southern Illinois and Kyle Duggar from Lenoir Rye, they're not getting a ton of run because they're coming from smaller schools, but still bigger safeties, very athletic, specifically Chin, who could have the build of a linebacker because he's 6'3". Duggar's at listed at 6'1". They have that capability to play in the box as a linebacker if you need him to in various situations, and they're a, a movable piece because of their size. Yeah, and we were saying before the draft that, you know, right now these guys are kind of under the radar. You know, they're they're getting buzz in the scouting community, but just as far as at the national level, not too many people know their names. That's probably going to change in about two weeks, especially Duggar. You were saying you expect him to maybe vault up to second or third on the list of safeties after his combine workout. Yeah, Duggar is going to shoot up a lot of draft boards because I fully expect him to test at an enormous level. He is going to have astronomical numbers, and his hype has been gradually increasing, especially after the Senior Bowl, starting to go up and up. But he's going to run a 4-4-40. He's going to have a really good vertical. He's going to have a really good broad. He's going to look really good in all the drills. And in most cases, when you have a small school guy that you're not sure about, seeing him look really good in those drills is going to really reassure your thoughts on a prospect like that. And he is an athletic freak. He's very he's on the bigger side for a safety. So he's going to be a huge asset and weapon for whatever team decides to take him and put put them on their defense he's going to take some time to develop but he's going to be a, a huge asset for multiple years to come other players though that we were talking about that might not really be available if, if the Giants end up trading back in or if they're sliding into the second round Grant Delpit from LSU and then Xavier McKinney from Alabama bigger safeties that could fit that that free safety spot for the Giants Delpit is kind of interesting because he has slid a lot compared to where he was at the end of last season. When the 2018 season ended, he was generally considered to be one of the five best players in this draft. A lot of places had him as one of the three best players. He is kind of a monster in 
the defensive secondary, particularly the deep middle of the field. He's got really good awareness, really good processing of what is going on on the offensive side of the ball, and he has a ton of range. But he didn't quite, he didn't really take this step forward that a lot of people were expecting him to this year. He had some issues with tackling, and he just didn't play as well as a lot of people were expecting. So he has he has slid down draft boards, at least the ones we're privy to, and it's possible he could wind up being available for the Giants at the top of the second round. I'm not going to say likely, but it's at least possible. And if that happens, then things, I think, start to get really interesting, and you have to seriously consider him. Xavier McKinney, he from Alabama, he has kind of taken Delpit's spot as the top safety in this draft. You know, he's not exceptional. He's not Eric Berry, but you know, he's just a really good, well-rounded free safety who is really good in the center field. He might be a possible target for the Giants if they trade back, maybe figure out a way to get two first-round picks. The guy I really enjoyed watching this year was Antoine Winfield out of Minnesota. Or I should say Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota, son of Antoine Winfield. And he's a guy who the Giants probably should consider in the second round. He was just all over the field from Minnesota. And technically he is a redshirt sophomore, but I believe he's also 24. So that's going to be a little bit old for a rookie. Yeah, he is on the on the older side. I, I don't know that for sure, but he's still listed as a a redshirt sophomore. And you had touched upon the fact that he is very versatile for Minnesota. They used him all over the place on their defense. So that is just a key thing for what they're looking for. I wouldn't really label a lot of these defensive players that they're going to be targeting as specific positions. I think the, the better thing to label them as is what other things that they can play. And they're, they're going to be searching out and trying to find pieces that they can use in various situations, in various packages to be advantageous. And, and Winfield f- can fit that mold and he might very well be available in the second or third round. So that could be someone very much in play for the Giants. And there are other players in this draft class, but so these guys are really the, the ones at the, the, the top further end of, uh, of, of the draft class for the safety position. There's also uh, Ashton Davis out of Cal. He's He might be a candidate to kind of fall through some cracks just because I'm not sure he's going to test extremely well. He does a lot of things well, but nothing really spectacularly. <clears throat> yeah. So the, the safety position in this draft, it's not weak. It's not weak by any means, but there there isn't an Eric Berry. There isn't an Earl Thomas or there isn't a Jamal Adams. There really aren't those guys who just jump off the screen for you. But that that could mean the Giants could get a an actual long-term answer maybe a little bit later on the draft. Maybe they could find a guy in the second round, uh, potentially maybe even the third round, assuming they have a pick in the third round. You know, We'll have to see what happens there. And we'll be monitoring how all of this plays out with the safety position and Up next that we're going to be considering and discussing in the next few weeks is the NFL Combine, so stay tuned for how we're going to approach that. But also be on the lookout for our mailbag show that we do 
at the end of the week on Fridays. If you have questions, send them into our email account, bigblueview at gmail.com or directly into our Facebook page or tweet at us at, on social media at bigblueview or at Joe DeLeon or at RaptorMKII. And also be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Stay tuned for the next installment of the off-season shows here on The Chris and Joe Show.